Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in and welcome to Spill the Tea with THG. And if you're listening for the very first time, this is a podcast where we talk about societal issues that are very close to our hearts and we hope that the topics chosen are very relatable to you too. So do tune in to us on Spotify. And you, could, you can also catch us on Instagram and Facebook. I'm Genevieve. And I'm Aravind. And today we will be talking about building your own passion projects. And today we are very happy to have two special guests with us today, John and Elliot. Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm Elliot. And I'm John. And uh, we're from Start Something Studios and Cyril Kandama. What's up, what's up? Hey man, good to be here. Thanks for having us. We're going we're to talk about a few things today. First is, I guess, something that John and I just started, which is Start Something Studios. It's a little gaming company, a little IP house. We want to design and build story worlds and then create them into products and hopefully share them uh, with a bigger audience out there. You know, like everyone loves cute things and we love cute things. Yeah. We want to make more cute things. I love cute yes. things. Hey, yeah, love that's it. us. That's us. Um, and John also, John and I also started Serial Kandama a while back, right? When was it? Yeah, uh, we started Serial Kandama in 2015. Kind of like the first, I think it's proper business. That we, I mean, we used to have like small projects together. Yeah, like yeah, we're no, we're no strangers to working on passion. <laughs> For uh, those that may not be familiar with Kandama, could you give a quick okay. intro? So okay. you, I'm wearing my Kandama shirt for you guys right yeah, today. Okay. And he's wearing his Kandama on his neck. Yeah. It's a, what, what's the best way to describe it, John? Uh, it's a Japanese skill toy yeah. that uh, improves your perseverance and like determination. But it's mo- mostly about friends. Yeah, yeah dude. Nice. It's, it's a lot of like uh, hand-eye coordination and, yeah. and, and whatnot. So pretty cool. Nice. So, yeah, so what actually inspired you to start all these like businesses or like your business? Okay. Um, I guess we'll have, we'll have pretty different answers because, you know, like pas- pa- that's what passion is about for us, right? Yeah. Passion is something that you feel within your soul and that you want to express it. Um, so even though we have the same vision, how we arrived at it might be a little bit different. From f- starting start something studios, for example, that was because of uh, well, I, I had a lot of ideas for making games. Right, yeah. when I was a kid, me and John used to like create games in the back of my room. <laughs> we would make it for our friends as well, get them to yeah. play it. it was so cute. Uh, yeah, it, it was, yeah, that one wasn't very cute. It was actually about us surviving school and then meeting all our bullies along the way. But that's yeah, yeah that was the <laughs> narrative of the game. Yeah, and, and we were twenty, so it wasn't that cute. Though. It wasn't that cute, lah. In fact, it was a bit creepy, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, it was. Yeah. So when you said young, you said twenty, lah. I, yeah. hey man, tw- twenty is a state of mind. Yeah, I mean, we're twenty-one now. But like, <laughs> it was just a year ago, <laughs> actually. Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, so yeah, like fa- passion-wise, I wanted to do this because I felt like there was something to give, lah. I wanted to tell stories. It's always been a part of uh, who I am. Sharing these stories with others. I love entertaining people, and nothing feels cooler than having your friends sit seated around a table like this, playing a game and then realizing that you didn't have to go out there, spend a truck ton of money to have a good time. You could just be at home in the company of good people and you have all these like memories that you hold for very long periods of time. That's what motivates me. Yeah, and I, now that you mentioned memories, I think it's quite similar. Like some of my best memories at night, like our late nights with our friends, right? Like 2, 3 a.m. are playing board games. They're actually not yeah. out mm. like drinking or getting smashed or whatever, just playing board games and yeah, so when El, El had this idea, I was like, damn, dude, I'm, I'm can I say damn? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah sure. I was like, dude, I'm down for this. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's really because like some of the best memories that we shared are based on board games and gaming. And I felt like we could create, a, we wanted to create the same experiences yeah. for other people. And it helps that John and I have been friends for like at least three quarters of our lives. Uh. Right, since we were seven, right? It's three quarters. It's exactly three quarters. Yeah, yeah. Three okay. quarters we're actually yeah. 28, so 
Uh, yeah. Three quarters of our life has spent like with each other, so our means a lot. Our friendship is older than April. Our friendship is older than some of the interns in our office, yeah. right? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so cute. Okay. Because <laughs> nice. like, yeah, I mean, like, I've met friends who are like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, mm. but they ne- never actually start doing it. So, like, what was the turning point that actually made you guys really like get out there and do it? And you guys were at like you guys had different careers before that as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. I was doing a bunch of YouTube stuff before this. So if you guys, if you guys are watching the video version of this podcast, right, then you'll know. You might have seen my face plastered along the MRTs or stuff like that. The truth, truth be told, I have itchy fingers, you know. So when I feel something, I like to act on that thing, as long as it means something and it resonates deep within the soul. So when I came up with this idea, we we're gonna we we're gonna like slow down doing the YouTube scene. I mean, it's a very it's a very busy sort of period, and all of us were trying to do different things in our lives. I thought to myself, if I don't do this now, then I don't know when I'm ever going to do it again. It was the right crossroads. And there's this Robert Frost poem that I really like. Right? It talks about the path less traveled. And I always, I always stick by that mantra. Always. Yeah. I was selling the dream. He's selling the dream, dude. That's selling what passion is about. Yeah. <laughs> where were you before this? Oh, where was I? Oh, yeah, I was in a corporate job. I was working at PNG selling detergent. And uh, <laughs> but L kind of sold me the dream. I said, "Oh, he didn't have to sell me hard. He said it." And I was like, "Okay, you know what? Like, this is a time of my life where I really, really kind of have to do this." And I know why it's like working with L. I mean, um, both at a friend level and at a professional level, like dealing with money and stuff. And like, I figured, okay, I mean, yeah, can be done. Can be done. Can be done. Yeah. yeah. It, it has a certain bit of like a can-do attitude. I think yeah, that yeah. it takes yeah, to yeah. work on your passions and also to know that a passion is not. Like what's that? Like a bed of roses all the time, uh. yeah, yeah. 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 You gotta take. You gotta. You gotta. You have to be very tempered in your mood, in understanding. If you're gonna work on your passion, it's gonna sometimes wane. It's gonna wax and wane, like with anything else in yeah. life. So, it's like um, it's like a good relationship, you know. <laughs> it's like a good relationship. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy? <laughs> sometimes you really love the person with all your heart. But there are days, right, where you just want to tell the person, hey, look, I want to Netflix by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, me, yeah. me time is important. Me time is very yeah. important. Yeah. So sometimes you also got to step away from the passion to reinvigorate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Relationship tip 101. I was taken, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're, both, we're both taken. We're both yeah, taken. we're both taken. <laughs> so, yeah. so what about, like, the, you know, the standard uh, concerns and fears that people have? Like, oh, no, but... What about like stability and how? What will I do if it crashes? How can I go? Would I have to go back to my old job and ask my old boss when I already rage quit? Right, right. Wow, yeah. that's that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, especially if you rage quit. Right? Especially if you rage quit, right? I'm okay. So I'm pretty. I'm pretty fortunate in some sense because this is not my first startup per se. Right, we started YouTube from basically not. That was pure passion. Yeah. Like we didn't know we was going to be able to make money. We didn't know if, if uh, our careers were going to like pan out in the long run. We just knew that it was something that we wanted to do and decided, okay, let's go full steam ahead. What's important for me, though, was knowing that at the end of the day, if I gave it my 100% and I, I had no reason to look back and regret, mm. even if it were to not succeed, I would have done something. I would have, yeah. I would have done something to, I can sleep better at night. Like, this is, mm. this is, this was oh, all us. Yeah, that was all us. Um, and you at least at, at least you tried uh, to the point where you could let it go. You know, to let go of a, of a passion project is not, I think, the easiest thing. Some people will stick mm. through and they'll bleed and they'll cry over it. Um, but that's part of the process. Part of the process is learning 
your tenacity, part of the process mm. is learning uh, how to see a project from start to end. And sometimes goodbyes are not goodbyes, they're just uh, windows to new things. See you later. I'll see you later, yeah. See you later. So positive. You know, and it's, yeah. not, it's not just positivity, right? Like it's, it's that idea that even if that thing crashed and burned, right, there'll be these moments along the way which would definitely touch the lives of someone. Mm, if, yeah. if your product was something that you believed in, then, or, or your service that you were doing was something you believed in, I'm very sure you would have those moments where you felt like, yeah, yeah. this you, is why I'm doing this. Even if it's just one person, right? Even if it's just yeah. one person. Like John, in his Kandama journey, has a lot of these moments. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I mean, oh, Kandama's a whole, a whole other level, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then we, when we share it on the streets and then we let someone try playing it and then they're like, whoa, yeah. this is so cool. And five months down the road, they're still playing. You feel like, wow, that's... I'm so glad that I went out there and I shared this passion with people. Yeah, like yeah. I did some good in my life. Yeah, I did something yeah. in my life. Because it's not about, it's not always about money. I'm sure yeah. making a sustainable, sustainable business is important. But the fact that you could change someone's life, you could make them feel something, yeah, like, it's good. Like, it's good. The funny thing is that like, I'm, I'm super, super involved in Kandama. It's like my passion over the weekend. But it was actually L who introduced it to me. And like, I'm not going to lie, I hated it the first time I tried it. <laughs> the, the, the story I tell everyone was that like, El has this YouTuber friends called The Ming Thing from Malaysia. Right. And yeah. they showed him Kandama because they were super into it. And then mm. one day, El got one and he brought it over. And we're just hanging out and I tried it. And I was like, oh man, this, I hate this. This sucks. It's the worst thing in the world. But okay, let's get one, right? Oh my God. Then the addiction started. Yeah, I, was, I was hooked. Uh. Yeah, because yeah. it's... Mm. And the thing is that once you start talking about why you like it, right? Yeah. It makes so much more sense. Right? It yeah. makes so much more sense because uh, it's about perseverance, it's about showing yourself you can do things you thought you couldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh the, the symbolism of the game itself. It's, yeah. it's insane. And I'm not a I'm not a sporty person, I'm not like a coordinator person. I really, really am not like <laughs> the burden of most mass dancers, right? So but like I saw this documentary like <laughs> I saw this documentary on Kandama like a while back and then the guy was like, um Kandama's kind of like a personal journey, you know? Right. So it's not about like you being better than someone or you like competing. I mean, some people compete, of course, but like a lot of it is just understanding your body, how your body works, how low can you go, how high can you throw, like how slow can you see things. Yeah, so that's... And I enjoy sharing that with others because when they get their first spike or like their first trick and then I see that joy in their face, I'm like, yeah, that's how I feel as well. Yeah. You know? nice. It always shows you that you can do something which you didn't think you could ever do in the first place. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Um, you guys seem very like into what you've been doing, but like, how do the people around you like react? How do your parents react <laughs> for like to your startups? My parents, uh, I hope I hope my dad doesn't see this. My dad, I don't think my dad really cares, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's because he's a traditional Chinese man. Mm. So the the obvious journey <laughs> from a kid was always uh, be a doctor, particular be a doctor, right? And I disappointed him when I went to literature, and I did I did that as like a as a big part of my, my growing up years. So now when I came out to say, hey dad, um, I'm, no, uh, I'm not gonna do YouTube anymore. And he was like, oh great, finally. But I'm gonna do board games. I'm gonna do IP think tank type stuff. And it's like, oh man, <laughs> my son, why? What why will I tell you, auntie? Why will I tell the rest of the clan? I'm from <laughs> a Hainanese clan on my dad's oh. side, right? Okay. He's like, why will I tell the clan? I was like, I don't know. I just tell them that your son trying to like, live up to his own expectations. Uh. Right, right, right. Yeah. But my mom is, has always been a, a patron of the arts. So mm. she, she believes in self-actualization, in doing something that if you, if you don't do now, then when? That's mm. like her philosophy. And f- for myself, like, yeah, I'm sure that a lot of people who are very worried about doing startups, especially at the age mm. of like 28, um, you're moving away from career that generally people already know you for. Right? I'm, mm. I'm, I'm very glad that I managed to do YouTube and we made something out of it. But moving to a whole different realm, 
that that was scary even though, even for me it's not just about the people around me who were like hey are you sure this is what you want to do it's like i want the the most important thing is being able to sleep at night and look at yourself and go i did something which if i don't do in this lifetime i don't want to be like in 70 and in my rocking chair going like oh man i wish i did that when i was a kid yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I think Elena is similar in the mom side because we're both like mommy's boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my mom was super supportive. We're like best friends. Uh, but uh, yeah. So so when I wanted to leave like my office job, she was like, I I, I told her like, okay, I need to try this right now. And then I thought I did the math. And I think over the years, I'm an only child, so like, yeah, kind of have to take care of them. No But um, yeah. So she was very supportive. She was like, okay, you know what, go for it. And then like it was with Elle, so she's known like as a son for like. I don't know the longest time. The longest uh. time, yeah. Yeah, she's uh, my mom too. She's my like second, third. I have so many. Yeah, we moms. have like we have like six moms. Yeah, because yeah, all our friends are very tight, all tight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, cute. my dad doesn't know. So like, uh, if this is how he <laughs> finds out, like, dad, uh, don't worry, like we're making it work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're making it work. I actually don't work for Big Three, dad. Which is what he thinks. Because we're in the office right here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, which is what he thinks. I'm giving a reason why I was leaving my previous job, right? And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to work for this like, a production house and do marketing there, yeah. But our, our friends were all pretty supportive. In fact, a lot of them um, were encouragers and say, like, hey, how, how can we help you? Yeah, yeah. The support system that you're in when you're trying to do a startup, I think, is, is quintessential. Like, you want people who can bring that positive energy, who are more encouraging than discouraging. It's not that you should just like tune out all the negative feedback because sometimes, you know, these things are valid. But when it comes to your mood, you know, what, what's in your control, that's something which you can say like, you know, I understand the concerns, but um, I, I believe in myself a little bit more than what people can say around me. And that, that, that amounts to so much. Confidence is key. Yeah, and if you're on the flip side and if you have a friend doing a startup, like, you're probably super stressed already. So like, you know, like, have yeah, a good buy them time a coffee. Them. Yeah, they all paying siu tai. It's very. It's not that expensive, honestly. Yeah, I like I like gongcha. Yeah, gongcha. <laughs> yeah, gongcha. Gongcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I totally agree with you guys as well. Cause I had a similar kind of experience when I got out of my corporate job previously. Yeah. And before being at the Hidden Good, I was actually at a different NGO. That was a lot more smaller, and it was like a temporal first. Okay. And then I went through all that as well. Where, same thing. I, my mom was very supportive. She mm. was all right. Awesome. Uh, but uh, both parents were really concerned about stability. La. So what yeah. are you going to do? What are you, how are you going to make sure that blah, 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 by the end, like this age, you still got this amount of whatever in the bank and so all yeah. that. Um, and actually, I didn't have as much of a support, support system per se. I had a lot of friends who were, like my, my closer friends, uh, totally got what I understood uh, and I wanted, what I wanted to do. Um, but there were also some that were very heavily skeptical. Yeah. Um, they give you the, oh, so when are you going to go back to a real job? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, we've had that. We've yeah, all had that yeah. at some point. Yeah, so yeah. why are you doing this? How long are you going to do this and all that? Um, but I think naturally at first, um, because you're so passionate about it, um, you get a bit uh, annoyed and like angry or of whatever. Of course, of course. Yeah, but I think um, what I also saw and started to grow into is to understand the cause behind the concerns which is really them caring for you la. yeah um, for sure for sure and once you understand those uh, motivations and the reason why they're asking you those kind of questions it's a bit easier to first i think allay their concerns and also be okay with the kind of skepticism that yeah. is thrown at you there's some level yeah. of empathy involved la, i yeah, suppose yeah, yeah. and then w the one thing that also keeps me alive right actually is the fact that as a business you're not you're never thinking short term mm, so like yeah. first mm. the passion is is something i want to sustain for many many years i'm not trying to make a quick buck now I want to see this in 10 years, 15 years time. 
And that's how business works, man. Like you, maybe you slog and things not so stable in the first two years. But after that, you hope, you hope that it'll be much better than you ever thought. So for those of you who are financially concerned, I would say there is a, there is a, there's a wave. There's, a, there's, a, there's yeah. a chart that you can actually see whether things are panning out. Yeah, I, but also like, I mean, do the math, la, right? Yeah, do the like, math, la, do the yeah, math. If you're going to start a business, don't, don't live a lavish life and like, you know, blow all your money away because someday you might need it. Yeah, yeah. someday you might yeah. need it. That's yeah. the, like, I guess, ground down to earth side of it. Yeah, you know? bottom yeah. lines, man. Bam. Yeah, we eat Thai fun every day from the Topayo store. Yeah, hey, hey, shout out to the Topayo uncle, man. He makes the best yeah. Thai fun around. It's true, it's true. Yeah, actually, how old were you guys when you started at your very, very first startup? Or like when you started YouTube or. I guess YouTube would be first for him. YouTube yeah. was 2013. 20, uh, at tail end 2012, early 2013. Yeah. yeah. So before that, I was working in a... Uh, I was doing like part-time work at a gaming company. So that's how it all it all began, how I met my partners, Aaron and Janice. Um, <coughs> and it was just to earn a bit of pocket money, honestly, to go back to school. But then after which, when we were doing a startup, I had no idea. Actually, I feel like I was conned into it. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Why? laughs> I had no idea Like the business world Or like the working world Was a big question mark mm. No one had I have never done a full-time job In my life I didn't know anyone Who was doing a full-time job All my friends were just John and gang Right mm. So when I started doing a startup It felt normal It's like Oh I'm only supposed to take Like $200 a month Oh that sounds awesome man But that's not a That's not a career $200 yeah. a month is Literally Your bills You know yeah. So only when I when I started getting seasoned in the industry, like three or four years, I was like, oh man, that's the startup life can get pretty rough at the beginning. Mm. Yeah. And then when you start to see that, you're like, okay, now that I've put that past behind me, it's time to like try to firm up the plans. Mm. Make sure that this is not something that start it starts as a passion project, but it has the, the goal was always to make it a bit something more. Something that you could grow a company. You could get more people who share in your vision to be a part of that system. I think Kandama first was always a much smaller thing though. Yeah. Like we just we we love the game. We wanted to uh, share it with people around us. And we always wanted to stick it between us and just like the four friends. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, so I, yeah, I think I think Kandama, we had I'm not gonna lie, we had less of a long term plan, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we just really like oh it was a passion <coughs> Kandama. Passion, Kandama was a passion, like, you know, we didn't yeah. really plan on turning it into a business. It just kinda turned into a business and when it did we just we went all in uh, because we just loved it so much. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, from what I'm hearing from you guys, it was really about making it someone else's day by teaching them Kandama and letting them experience that awesomeness of that first fight oh, or that trick. But I guess it's the same as start something also now, right? Like when we're creating board games, we're always thinking like, what's the emotion we want to elicit when someone plays our board game? You know? mm-hmm. I mean, it's not always a happy emotion. Some, some board games meant to like leave you betrayed, betrayed yeah. or you burn, know, bridges. Uh, burn bridges burn bridges yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some games are more exciting and intense some mo- games are more cerebral you know yeah, but yeah. you have to design with like the emotion in mind yeah. Yeah. you design with uh, getting that person to feel um, yeah. why they want to be a part of that of that brand of that product itself mm. as well mm. yeah and so like also like basically like reason uh, is why you are starting these projects for cause like there are some people who start like their own businesses cause oh I want money but like yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That doesn't seem like your reasoning. Yeah, nothing wrong with starting a business for money, but yeah. like I think that's not how John and I operate at a yeah. at a very human level. Mm. John and I are very touchy feely kind of fellas. Yeah, we we always care. I I think about um, the way people around us look at us. Like sure. not not in the way that we want to be like oh I'm so vain. It's more of like you know when they see us, do they see a person who is doing good in the world? 
do they see us as a positive influence? Are we, are we there as a symbol of fun and joy? Yeah, right. I think that matters a lot. When you step into a room, you want people to feel like, oh, they're at ease. Mm. So I think that translates into our work ethic and our business ethic as well. Mm. Where everyone, we try to speak at a very fair level. We try to uh, create a company. So if you ever come visit our office, right? Yeah. It's like people are just having fun. We're, talking, we're brainstorming all the time. We keep a very cool, collected, but high energy kind of like room vibe. Mm. Yeah. And if people need their time to like zone out, so feel free. Yeah, it's, it's all about open communication, man. Yeah, yeah. Mm. open communication. Yeah, Number one skill. Number one skill. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Cool. So uh, to round everything up, so what tips do you have for youths who want to start a business? Um, wow. Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's also like you can have a passion, but how, what about the know-how? Okay, right. a lot of information. Get Make sure you go and consult your friends who you think are the smartest. Like mm. the most wise, I guess, in their fields. So I, for example, I'm bad at math. Mm. <laughs> I'm very bad at math. I uh, hated it growing up. I still don't understand what a binomial and a fraction is. Okay, I know a fraction. He's, 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 better, he's better now at math. I'm better now at math, yeah. but I was never good at it. But I knew friends. My friends who were in like the finance sector. John was in marketing. So before I had this idea, I was like, hey guys, um, I re- I'm really, really into doing this. I think I have a great idea going on, but I would love some consultation. And take those consultations um, yeah, with people you trust, people who you think have your best interests at heart. Once you know whether it's something is feasible or not, I mean, it can be murky, like the feasibility can be a bit murky, but if you can have that vote of confidence, then you feel a bit better. Like you feel a bit more, like you can put your best foot forward. Um, that was something for me. Some learning how to get people to objectively critique my plans. Mm. Yeah. And not to feel that fear, you know, that, that fear of like, oh, being judged, people just putting me down for the sake of putting me out. No, no, no. no nothing like that. You want people who are able to really give you the honest truth. Mm. I think for me, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say it probably the most important thing. Uh, I think for me, it's like materialize your plan. Like I'm a bit more like, you know, put it, put like pen to paper, you know, like we all have these like shower thoughts, bed to bedroom thoughts, but put it into paper and like just kind of figure out the feasibility of your business and then take that. Like when, when Al came to us with the idea of start something, like he had like a proper deck, he like knew what it would take, what the category was like. Like he did, he, he did his groundwork. Lah. So like he really put pen to paper and he didn't just go to us and say, hey guys, I got an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, he put pen to paper, he came to us and we're like, dude, so easy to buy it. Like it's clear, clear as day, you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah, you made a great point. You gotta, you gotta move. You gotta move. Yeah. No point uh, having a passion, but like, it's all talk. Yeah. 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 I think that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, can, can I also add? Can I steal one thing from like Steve Jobs? Like <laughs> during during the business, right? Like um, is, is from Steve Jobs' uh, commencement speech at Stanford. He says, uh, "You can only connect the dots looking backwards." So like um, during the like first few months, things are gonna be rough. But a lot of times you don't see like why they are rough. You just feel, oh man, this sucks, it's rough. But then like, lots of times, only like a year, two years later, when you've created a product, you created a portfolio, you have like a network, then you look back and say, oh yeah, this is what, this is why these things had to happen. This is why I stay to 11. This is why like, maybe this month, like I had to take less salary or something like that. Yeah. Mm. You only can connect the dots, like looking back. Yes, Love it. Yeah. Uh, so do you have any like ending messages? For, like, uh, follow us on Instagram at startsomethings.studios because that helps us connect with you guys. Uh, by sharing with you all the fun things that we're making. But also, uh, don't give up on your dreams. It's always worth uh, yeah. something. And if you like social games, head over to kickstarter.com and, and then we have Burning Bridges. Burning we still bridges. have like two weeks left for, uh, yeah. for the campaign, uh, depending on when this airs live. Oh, right, that's yeah, true. Because, uh, yeah, because from, from the day of our recording, uh, it's two weeks. 
right? But I mean, the minute you see it, just head on Kickstarter, click the hundred eighty dollar tier. Yeah, you'll yeah. <laughs> we'll be ever so grateful. Yeah, cool. Okay, so once again, you can follow them on Instagram at startsomething.studios. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, I love so, plugs. Yes. Okay. And that's all for this episode of Spill the Tea with THG. So do catch us on Facebook or Instagram or listen to this podcast on Spotify. Bye. 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 Dude, I love this song.